Well, good morning, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you're having an absolutely fantastic, blessed day today. As always, and down here at Health Masters, we're staying actually quite cool this morning. The weather was very nice. It's been in the 60s every morning, which is a nice change from the sweltering 100-plus high humidity heat that we had in August. So it's actually been a nice change. And uh, we're staying strong and healthy down here as we normally do, getting product out to you the same day as we always try to do. And be sure, if you need anything, to check out the website at healthmasters.com. Dot com. A lot of different products on sale right now, including the two-pack special on the organic food buckets. And, of course, your favorite and mine, the Magnesium Brain Food, on sale right now for product of the week. So be sure to check that out on sale right now. And we talked to you guys yesterday, and we found out later on last night, as we pretty much expected, the CDC advisory panel went through and, again, voted 15-0 to, to completely approve the completely untested bivalent COVID injection for the children's childhood shot schedule starting at six months old. And of course there's been all this subversive controversy where they've tried to go in now and try to make everybody get confused and twisted and try to make everybody think that it's not that big of a deal when it's an enormous deal by saying, well, does it mean the shot's going to be mandated? By all means, this is going to be pushed, as I told you guys yesterday, we talked about it in detail, in the pediatric field, in states like California, where there are no religious exemptions allowed and medical exemptions are pretty much unheard of, this will be mandated in order to get into the school system because the, California has followed every single vaccine that the CDC has recommended. And so this is a really big deal. Uh, DeSantis came out blatantly and addressed it and said there will be no child COVID vaccine mandates to attend any school in Florida or do anything after the CDC panel voted to add the shot to the shot schedule. Um, so he's gone out and said that. He's already been very clear about that in the state of Florida. This you run into this isn't something that right now, this second, is going to have a direct impact on a whole lot of the country. This is going to have a direct impact for years to come. Because remember, this wasn't a short little you know, checkers move right here that they were doing this for the next six months. This is a long game move. This is to get this on the shot schedule. And right now, it probably won't have any – it won't be brought up probably in most pediatrician offices for probably the next year or two, quite frankly. It's going to be slowly brought in, slowly introduced, and slowly made to make everybody believe that it's totally safe and that all these children need to get this RNA gene therapy shot until most people don't even realize anymore about the controversy and deadly effects of the shot. And they just go in for their six-month, 12-month, 18-month shot for their children and have no idea what's even happening. That's how they're going to play this, guys. It's not like they're going to come out tomorrow and say, everybody has to have this shot if they want to go to school in California or any pediatrician, you know, as far as meeting. They're not going to do that. They're going to slowly roll this out, and what's going to happen is you're going to see for the years to come very debilitating side effects, not to mention, as Dad said in detail on Tuesday, we talked about on Wednesday, that there's a high probability this shot is going to cause unbelievably horrific fertility problems in these young children. As we already know, it has a direct effect on menstruation and egg production and everything else in females in testing. We've also seen there's a significant drop in sperm production in males after they get the shot. There's absolutely no telling whatsoever what this is going to do in young children because remember, this shot, when it goes on the schedule, it's not going to be one shot. 
It's not going to be one COVID shot. It's six months. This is going to be a continual barrage of COVID RNA booster shots repeatedly every time they go in for their shot schedule. That's how. Remember, they've already said the, the COVID shot needs booster after booster after booster after booster because the immunity wanes, even though there is no immunity. There is no protection. There is no immunization aspect of this shot. It allegedly only reduces your symptoms if you catch COVID. The problem with it is children in that age bracket under 17, 18 years old in most cases have very little severe side effects from COVID when they actually catch it in the real world period, meaning there's no legitimate purpose whatsoever to add this on the schedule. But, of course, the CDC did it anyways, so now it can fall under the Vaccine Protection Act from 1986, and nobody can sue Pfizer or Moderna or GlaxoSmithKline and, and, and any of them due to side effects from this shot now and from prior incidences that occurs. Remember that. It's retroactive once it goes on the Vaccine Protection Act list. This is the serious issue that's happening with this shot. So, of course, we tried to bring it best we could. We told everybody it was really happening. I had a feeling the letters and the phone calls weren't going to change anything because these guys already knew this thing's been strategically planned. Steve and I talked about this yesterday. This wasn't some idea that randomly popped up a week ago or even when they were starting to mess with this RNA therapy experimentation. This has been in the works for years to get this rolled in like this. They knew the general population would never take an experimental gene therapy RNA shot just because somebody told them to do it. They had to scare the populace and then not only scare the populace, then coerce the populace, then take it a step further and try to force the populace by saying, if you didn't get the shot, you're going to be terminated. Do not forget what they did to everybody a year and a half, two years ago by telling you that you could not go and work. You could not keep a job. You could not go into a restaurant. You are not able to travel. You are not able to be an American if you did not get this shot. Essentially, get your shot or be left out in the cold by yourself and not be able to do anything. That's what they essentially told everybody. Now, suddenly we realize it was all a complete and total fabricated lie. The government never even had the ability or legal aspect, the legal aspect to do so. But yet they tried to do it anyways and tried to use all these random loopholes, and they still got shot down by the Supreme Court. This is why you have to ask questions all the time. And I told everybody when it was happening, I said, do your own research on this. Do not make somebody or do not allow somebody to force you to comply with something. They're doing everything they can to control the narrative and to suppress any type of free speech now. There was a news article that just came up from NBC discussing – Kanye West and Adidas, and this NBC New York Times reporter brought in the CEO of the Anti-Defamation League, uh, Jonathan Blumenthal. Oh, excuse me, it was Greenberg. Oh, no, excuse me, his name is Jonathan Greenblatt. It's the new CEO of the Anti-Defamation League. Uh, Jonathan Greenblatt, and he comes in and he goes, people need to understand Adidas is a company that outfitted the Hitler youth. They had deep relationships with the Third Reich in the 30s and 40s. For this company to be monetizing Kanye West with a foot, you know, shoe deal, for them to be making money off anti-Semitism, every member of this board should have already stood up and said enough. Well, first off, all Kanye West has done is talked about who there are certain groups of individuals that are running the media, that are running the music industry, that are running all the corporate ideas that you see brought out on music, on movies, on the media, everywhere. He didn't call for – violenced anyone 
He didn't come out and say that these individuals are people that need to be, you know, killed. He never made any type of sick comments like that. He simply said, these are the people that are running the show and they don't want me talking about it. That's all he said. Now, ironically enough, Adidas hasn't shut down anything with Kanye West. They're still continuing to do business. And it's funny that this Jonathan Greenblatt from the Anti-Defamation League is trying to throw Adidas under the bus and resurrect, oh, again, the Nazi party from 80 years ago by saying that Adidas helped clothe the military during the World War II, which is accurate because they were a German company operating in Germany during a time of war in Europe, in Germany. So naturally, they would start supplying clothing for the German soldiers in World War II. Just like there's a whole lot of other scenarios I can put that out to. What's ironic is you have, you know, Kaepernick, who goes in and basically says America's completely racist. Anybody that doesn't take a knee and raise their fist and support BLM during the national anthem and disrespect every fallen soldier in the flag in this country every time somebody has a national anthem, you're a racist and you don't deserve to do anything in this country. Oh, he gets a $10 million deal with Nike and makes the front page of Time magazine. Oh, that's okay. That's that's cool. I mean, no, we're not talking about any type of, you know, <laughs> the, the level, the level that you see here of hypocrisy knows no bounds of these individuals. But I just thought it was funny now as a lot. Kanye West has come out and said a lot of stuff and a lot of stuff he said is completely accurate. You do your own research on it. You'll see that he's very accurate. He's trying to tell everybody what's actually happening, who's running the show and why they don't want him talking. So, of course, where they do, oh, we've got to get Anthony Greenblatt on NBC and talk about Adidas and the Nazis. We got to bring the Nazi party up again because now if you support Adidas or you support Kanye West, you support the Third Reich and the Nazis. Because remember, that's it's science, guys. You, what we tell you is science, and that's what you have to agree with now. You're a Nazi if you agree with Kanye West. That's literally what he tried to imply with his little moronic escapade he went on with on NBC the other day. So again, this is what the corporate media does when they can't control the narrative. They simply try to smear you and resurrect something that is complete and totally fabricated like you see them do with the doctors, with the alternative media, anybody that questioned the narrative about the COVID shot. What they call them? Anti-vaxxers, anti-science, grandma killers. Now we're finding again all that was a complete and total lie. So think about what we're hearing right now and what we're seeing right now with what's happening. Do your own research and come to your very own conclusion. What do you think, Dan? I guess we can call them neo-Nazi grandma killers. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous, Austin. I mean, it's just, and, and how many times have I been reading an article to you guys about certain things that are happening, and suddenly it's the ADL, 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 Greenblatt, Rosenberg. I mean, just, all these people are always the same groups that are always coming in and doing this. Remember, this whole ADL thing was started back, you know, over 100 years ago, and guess who was also heavily involved? Well, that was Samuel Untermeyer. I mean, it just never ends. And uh, and they put they've now got this whole ADL thing, and it used to be called the anti-Jewish defamation, anti-Jewish defamation league, and they changed it to the ADL, anti-defamation league. And they're they're the ones that come in constantly if you say anything that they don't like <clears throat> about Judaism or about the Kabbalah or about the Zohar, or about the Talmud or anything. Uh, you, you're now also neo-Nazi racist grandma killer, and you know you should be basically shadow banned. And now they're going after, you know, Adidas because Adidas basically has this contract with Kanye West and Adidas isn't snapping tight. They're not doing what they're supposed to do according to what the ADL is saying. And it's, this is the control they do. It's the financial control. They come in and they shadow ban you. They come in and they basically sanction you. All of a sudden they start calling your bank loans 
because yes, the same group of Kabbalist Luciferians, the synagogue of Satan is running all of this is also running all of that. And uh, we seem to be the only show that likes to talk about that, which we don't really like to talk about that. But it all, when all roads lead to Rome, uh, chances are, you know, all roads lead to Rome. <laughs> it's like if it's a duck and it looks and it quacks, it's probably a duck. Now, we've got a list of governors, basically, that are saying that they're not going to include the COVID jabs for public schools. And that includes, of course, Ron DeSantis, Kim Reynolds from Iowa, Kay Ivey from Alabama, Bill Lee, of course, from uh, Tennessee. Uh, we've got Glenn Yokin, Republican out of Virginia. Christy Nome, Republican out of South Dakota, Mike Parson, Republican out of Missouri, Spencer Cox, Republican out of Utah, and Kevin Sift, Stift, Stitt, Republican out of Oklahoma. And we have a, actually have a Democrat on there. I mean, she's basically, I guess, has such a amount of uh, pushback on this. She said no. That's uh, Jared Poles, a Democrat out of Colorado. The uh, Republican governors that are greatly quiet right now is the absolutely rhino Republican in name only Greg Abbott, Republican out of Texas, and Brian Kemp, Republican out of Georgia, which really surprised me with Kemp. And so um, this is, again, as Austin talked about, the group that's running the planet, doing what they're going to do, and uh, continue to cause this massive harm to these young children. And Austin was also right. This is going to be slowly implemented into these systems of pediatricians. And there are there are already so many shot damages with these children. I mean, think about it for a second, guys. How many times have we already reported on these young children getting myocarditis? And now they're going to go all the way down to six months old and make it mandatory in some of these democratically controlled states. And what that's going to do is going to be basically a situation where you have all these young children that can't talk yet. They can't describe their symptoms yet and excruciating pain from you know heart problems and myocarditis. And a lot of them are going to die. It's going to massively increase the sudden infant death syndrome. It's also going to massively increase the infertility rates. And we're going to have these children if they ever go through puberty. All of these things are going to happen over the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And, you know, I'm going to be, gosh, gosh, 20 years and I'll be in my 80s. And the sad part about this is I'll be still talking about what they did, you know, back in 2022 and how they've implemented this. And, you know, we tried our best to stop it. But again, these people are bought and paid for by Big Pharma, the people of 15 or so that voted for this. And it didn't matter that we overwhelmed them, which, by the way, thank you for doing that, guys. We overwhelmed their switchboards to such a point that their voicemails were full. and They couldn't take any more phone calls. And we did that along with, of course, Kennedy. We all did it together. But the sad part about it is, is it didn't make any difference. It's, it's, when you're dealing with liberals, with a liberal mindset, and I'm talking about now Christians who claim to be Christians who also are liberals. It doesn't matter how many facts you give them. It doesn't matter how much proof you give them. It doesn't matter how much evidence in double-blind clinical research studies that you give them. They've already made their mind up. And once they make their mind up, there's nothing you can do about it. You know, we've all met, you know, the personal executive secretaries of certain people that have, you know, we've got brought into our life and we have to schedule meetings or appointments. And for some reason, that liberal personal executive secretary doesn't like you or doesn't want to have anything to do with you. And they basically persuade or they lean their person to follow the directions that they're giving that person. And that secretary can be a male or female. I'm not picking on sexes here, but I've seen that personally repeatedly. You can feel it. And I've talked about this before with energy fields. You walk up to them and you can feel the pushback. You can feel the pushback and you go, all right, this person doesn't like me. This person and I don't get along. This person and I don't have the same values. This person and I are probably not going to be okay with one another. And you see that over and over and over again, especially if you're in business. And then you finally begin to realize that once you feel that pushback, there's really no reason to try to go in and force a relationship. There really isn't because it's going to end the same way every single time. It's going to end badly. And so you begin to understand as you get older that maybe I just need to step back and just say, you know, I'm just going to let this one go and not try to figure this one out. 
I'm going to take this whole problem that I just ran into and put it into a mystery box. And I'm going to take that mystery box and put it on the shelf. Remember, I, I told you this is one of the things that Joel Osteen said that I really like because I consider him to be a phenomenal motivational speaker. He said if you run into 1,000 people that you're speaking to, 250 people are going to automatically not like you. There's nothing you can do to fix it. Another 250 people will not like you, but they can basically be taught to like you if you give them enough stuff. The other 25, 250 people, they're going to like you, but if they get mad at you, they're not going to like you anymore. And then the other 250 people are going to like you but no matter what you do, what you say. That's the audience that I cater to is that 250 or that 25% of you guys that love us no matter what happens, who support us, who support health masters, who pray for us every single day like I pray for you guys this morning. That's the ones that I cater to. And Jim Rohn taught me this a long time ago. You got the 80-20 rule. You know, 80% of the people are going to do 20% of the volume for a company, and 20% of the people are going to do 80% of the volume for the company. And he said what people try to do is they try to cater to the 80% to try to make them do more for the company. He said it doesn't work that way. He says you cater to the 20% that are already doing what needs to be done and trying to help you with everything that you're doing and who are supporting you who are generating the revenue. It goes back to a church. 20% of the people in the church are going to support 80% of the budget. 80% of the people in the church are going to support 20% of the budget. You don't cater to the 80%. You cater to the 20%. You go, well, that's crazy. Well, no, that's why when people call me up and they say, we don't like you talking about Jesus. Well, you know, invariably, I go back and I, I look and see if they've ever supported health masters at all to support the talk show. And they have not. I mean, I mean, like, I can't, find, I can't remember one time where they have. Or they come in and they're unbelievably critical. Or they want to come in and tell me what to do or tell Austin what to do and criticize this or criticize that. Or you said this sentence wrong and you didn't use this period in the right place or you didn't finish this sentence with a question mark. It sounded like you made a statement instead of a question. And all these crazy things in the letters that we get. Now, the 20% of you guys that I absolutely love, 25% of you who basically send me these really good, really nice letters all the time, you guys are amazing. And sometimes if I have time, I'll sit down and I'll write you guys out two or three paragraphs per letter. Now, if I don't have time, if there's a, hundreds of them sitting there in my inbox, and I may only be able to go thumbs up or yes or no or whatever, please allow me to do that if you don't mind. And don't chastise me because I didn't write you a book. <laughs> I know some of you want me to write you a book. I can't do a book. But I do a few paragraphs every once in a while. And some of you guys sent me some of the nicest letters I've ever read. I got one of those yesterday. And I thank you for those, too. You guys are absolutely amazing. And, again, that email address, if you want to contact me directly, it is legit email address is askdrtedb at yahoo.com. That's A-S-K-D-R-T-E-D-B at yahoo.com. And it'll go right to my inbox. And I will answer. So far, I've answered pretty much all the letters but a few of the ugly ones that I delete and block. But, you know, guys, if, if you're going to send me ugly, <laughs> if you're going to send me ugly, why do you think I'm going to respond to you? I mean, honestly, I mean, just think through that for a second. I'm not even going to read it. I'm going to go through the first sentence, d click, delete, block. That's it. So it's just maybe that's a catharsis for you because you're angry because I'm talking about Jesus. But the problem is maybe you need to start talking about Jesus. Maybe you need to start walking in love. Maybe you need to realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, but we need to do that all together as a unified body of Christ instead of coming in and attacking and being mean to each other. It's really important. By the way, a major show the other day did a whole broadcast on Satanism. And I'm not going to bring any names out. And, and here's why I have a problem with all of this stuff. These people who talk about, you know, the priests in the church and Anton Levy and all the search of Satan and all the other stuff. And, you know, this is a psychological embedding system They're looking for people they can groom. All those things are true. But what they don't do is they try to blame all of this on Satanists. Now, the Church of Satan and the International you know, Synagogue of Satan, uh, you know, that necessarily doesn't run together in some cases. And the guys who are in here giving you these things about the Church of Satan, now, it's very evil. I'm not going to say that it's not. 
but they don't really go into detail about the Zohar and the ancient Canaanite religions. And they sure don't talk about the blood of Jesus, do they? I mean, I, 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 did, I read a complete summary on this show that was done, and I didn't see anything about, about Jesus. Not one word. I didn't see one word about the blood of Christ. I didn't see any of that. All I saw basically was, you know, just things Satanism, Satanism, Satanism. It's a lot more extensive than that. And when we talk about the Kabbalah and the Zohar, and we go into detail about all of these different things, it's because we're trying to tell you this thing is pervasive. It's the judges. It's the attorneys. It's the doctors. It's, it's the people that, on, on the city and county boards that are all involved high level of the Masonic lodges, and they've renounced God, and they've accepted Lucifer as their God. It's all of these groups that are working together to promote this one-world satanic order or one-world Kabbalist Luciferian new world order. And when you talk about Satanism, these guys, they laugh at you because they realize it's a lot more sensitive than that. And until you get into the Zohar and you start studying about Einstein and what they really believe, you don't get it. With all the archangels you've got to pray to and all the points of light that this entity makes and all the other crazy stuff these people believe, which is completely ludicrous, but it's what they believe. But this is the group that's ruling and running the planet, has been doing it for thousands and thousands of years to the ancient Canaanite religions. But we don't want to talk about that on these talk shows because we don't want to point a light at who these people are and what they're doing. And the other thing, too, I got, a, I got an email in this morning from Brad, and he, and he, and he sent it to me. And, and I, I've read through it, and it's really good. And it says – it's from the American Thinker, and it says unvaccinated single women are now saying no to vaccinated single men. This is an article by Laura Wellington. And it goes on to say, ask any single woman about the case of dating in today's world, and they will certainly roll their eyes and groan. As a single woman myself, I can vouch for how tough the dating climate is for every one of us, but unvaccinated single women now have it even harder. The reason? The decision as to whether or not they will date vaccinated men is now on the table. And I can tell you firsthand, which has nothing to do with the viability of the candidates themselves as rich and interesting prospects, but rather sex, to put it bluntly. The overriding concern that the harmful effects of this vaccine may ultimately enter these women once the raincoat comes off. I'll let you use your imagination with that. As these women choose to remain unvaccinated for a reason, mitigating any risk by eliminating candidates based on vaccine status has become the new norm. Doing so isn't without its issues. Admittedly, qualifying single men by such a standard takes makes the pool in which to select from additionally small, especially if one is living in a blue state. On top of that, plenty of single men don't shine to the notion that they aren't being considered simply because they decided to get vaccinated. Among the most disgruntled, hostile men, they tend to be those who have succumbed to vaccine by force, feeling penalized twice over for a vaccine they never wanted to begin with. And many of these men don't handle these women's rejection well. I'm not going to read you the rest of this. I'm, I'm going to post it, let you guys see it and go through it. But the reality is, is this. This is a real thing and a real issue now that we have to take a look at. And also yesterday, I got a, a letter from one of my from our listeners over in Europe when I was talking about the mark of the beast. And, you know, the vaccines could be doing that with the multiple, multiple vaccines that are being pushed into people with multiple, multiple mRNA to change their DNA. And I made a statement yesterday that if you're sanctified by the blood of the lamb, I don't believe for one second that you're going to be basically getting the mark of the beast if you've been forced to take these vaccines, et cetera, et cetera. And that it's not going to change your DNA because you've been sanctified by the blood of the lamb and the energy field created by god's power through jesus through the step up tesla transformer coil that we are that's as a receiving unit from god almighty is going to continually renew your dna however here's what i didn't say yesterday for the people that aren't saved for the people that are christian for the people that basically don't have the power of god living within them there's a real high probability this is going to do all kinds of weird things to their dna and they're not going to be continually renewed by the blood of jesus and could that, in fact, cause them to be taking the mark of the beast willingly when they decide to get multiple injection after injection after next injections 
and they basically turn themselves into something else that's not quote unquote available to God as far as from a Tesla transformer coil to use that vernacular for God to communicate with and will God no longer see them as human beings in order to be saved. And that's what my listener, I think it was out of Sweden said. And so we got to think through all of this stuff though. Is that true? If a person is not saved, if they're not being sanctified by the blood of the lamb, will this be their mark of the beast? The question is, I don't know, but you can't be changing your DNA and turning yourself into something other than a human voluntarily and being happy in doing that and not wonder about these questions. That's what I'm asking you. Now, as far as Christians who have been forced to do this, just you know, do yourself a favor. If you got that first shot, there's a high probability it was a placebo. Just don't be doing it at all from your health standpoint, and don't be doing that to kind of, how should I say, test God. Don't, don't be doing that. Don't be taking additional boosters. So I'm going to go ahead and do this because God's going to sanctify me anyhow. Don't get yourself into that mindset. The best thing to do is, like this lady said here, is basically you know, try to do your best to stay unvaccinated and do your best to be – Pure blood. Gosh, that sounds bad when I say that. It sounds like it's some kind of a racist statement. But, you know, it's just something that we need to understand that as the listeners to this show, if we're sanctified by the blood of the Lamb through Christ and our sins are forgiven and our DNA is continually restored, these people that aren't sanctified by the blood of the Lamb, especially with all these different religions around the world that have nothing to do with Jesus, uh, these guys are really playing uh, musical chairs, Russian roulette, whatever you want to call it, last man standing. And how many, how many times are they doing that to their own children now and, and encouraging it? I mean, if a person will be encouraging a child to become a hermaphrodite and to change their sex at the age of five and to go on different blocking chemicals with a little five-year-old because when they were two years old, they said they wanted to be the other sex. And they two, like, like, like they, they can't really talk it to, but they're telling them, oh, I would rather be a little girl. And suddenly now at five, well, we'll go ahead and start transitioning you now because when you were two, you said this. A parent is that stupid, and I mean I mean that very sincerely. When they're that stupid, and they think that that two or five year old can make a decision for themselves to be going on gender blocking hormone chemicals, there's something wrong with that person, and they're going to be the people that are going to be lining up for these mRNA shots over and over and over again, not even realize the damage that they're doing to themselves. But guys, think through all of this stuff, and you know, and send this show, you know, send our show to as many people as you possibly can, especially the one today. This is a really good one. The one we did on Wednesday was really good too. Because we really tried to stop the CDC vote, and you guys made a lot of phone calls. The problem is I knew when I asked you to do that, it was probably going to be for naught. And, I, and I, I'm sorry to say that. I, I, mean, I, I got to admit that because that's why I made the phone calls too because these guys have been bought and paid for by Big Pharma in most of the cases a long, long time ago, either through research grants or positions of power or positions with certain corporations that are involved in producing these products. So always remember this thing is so compromised, it's mind-boggling, and so we've got to stand firm in Jesus. We've got to put our hearts and our faith and our minds and our prayers in Christ Jesus because through Christ, we can do all things. Without him, this is a completely, totally hopeless mess we've gotten ourselves into, but we can do all things through Christ, and we can correct this thing, and we can create a worldwide revival for Jesus, especially in the United States because there's enough remnant that are left that know the truth who Jesus is that they'll stand firm in their belief and in their faith and continue to promote the glory of the Most High God. That's what we have to do. We have to continue to do that with all of our breath, all the days of our life. Always remember that, my friends. I love you. Also, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? That was extremely well said. You're exactly right. This is one of the biggest, most effective things people can do that's actually the easiest is speaking out very clearly and very succinctly about Jesus Christ, about what's going on in the media, about what's going on behind the scenes, about what's going on against the attack on our immune system. These are all very, very important topics. 
that have to get talked about. And the problem that we're starting to see is more and more Christians and patrons, I've noticed, are becoming kind of more reclusive on wanting to say stuff. And for obvious reasons, because there's so much flack that everybody gets now for saying anything. I mean, whoever thought in 2022 that people would be criticizing you and canceling you because you say that you don't want your child being exposed to a grown man in lingerie pretending and flopping and jumping around like a complete and total moron because he's drag queen family hour. I mean, who really ever thought that would be something we'd even have to discuss? It's bad enough that these sicko perverts are doing it. But it's the fact that we're actually having to come out to these school boards and talk to these school board members about why this isn't okay. That's the part that troubles me more than anything. And then when you do it, oh, well, you know, the National School Board Association says that anybody that comes out and talks about this, that school boards, uh, well, they need to be issued, uh, branded as domestic terrorists or right-wing militias or whatever other term they want to come up with to brand you as somebody that's going to be a threat. That's the part that just boggles my mind because even – I mean even in my young years that I still am, even 10, 12 years ago, you know, 2010, 2012, when you know, Obama was in office, if you even came out and started doing this in front of kids, it still would have been completely and totally taboo. It been like this is not OK. You can't do this at all. Nobody would have gone along with it. But it's been that slow frog in the boiling water pot mentality where they pushed a little bit, a little bit, a little bit in the schools, a little bit more in the schools. Once they started telling young guys that they could go into the bathroom with young girls and they started doing this and saying, well, Target can do this and guys can do that. That's when it first started. And I told everybody when it happened, I said, this is going to be an unbelievably slippery slope. When you start coming in society and saying that a teenage boy can now claim he's a tranny and start going into the showers with girls and it's going to be okay. The schools are going to accept it and it's going to be fine. Once they started that, that was a slippery slope because now at that point you're denying the laws of nature and laws of biology. And you're simply saying, well, it doesn't matter what you were born as. It doesn't matter your Y chromosome. It doesn't matter what your genetics are. You simply can just pretend you want to be whatever you want to be, and everybody else has to dig, dig into your fantasy. And I've said this before, and I will say it again. You can mark my words on this. This entire push, this entire ideology that they're trying to force on everybody, it is trying to get everybody to normalize the concept and idea of pedophilia being something that's openly accepted in society. That's where this is going. I said that years ago. Right. I'm saying it again. And you can see it happen right now. There is no justifiable reason why you think a grown man in lingerie should be dancing in front of a 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 year old. Period. No justifiable reason whatsoever unless you're okay with pedophilia. There's none. Zero. I've had arguments. I've had discussions. I've had debates. Nothing. There has not been one single rebuttal I have found that's been legitimate that can actually say, well, this is a legitimate reason why. You know, it's, it's a good idea to have a grown transvestite man dance in front of a six-year-old, seven-year-old, eight-year-old. It's a good idea because of X, because of this. None. Zero. Not at all. They simply say, well, it's, they're just trans. They're just drag. It's family story hour. And I was so proud of that girl out there in California. I, I put the link on the website where she came out there and said, why has it become now if you just put family friendly in front of everything, it suddenly becomes okay now? We can put family friendly gentlemen clubs? Just, just find out, we put family friendly in front of any perversion and suddenly it's totally okay. 
And that's, again, that's how that Marxist ideology works. They use specific keywords, specific trigger words, and they repeat them over and over and over and over and over again. Remember what I talked to you guys in the, with the COVID and Dad and I were talking about it when they kept coming up with these specific key trigger words. Oh, we have to do is to flatten the curve. It's two weeks to flatten the curve. Oh, you have to do your part to slow the spread. All those keywords they kept sending out with, and then there were multiple video clips they put together where there were 40, 50, 60 news outlets saying the exact same thing verbatim off the exact same script all across the country. Different media outlets from local stuff to national stuff, every single one saying the exact same thing all the way from basically fighting misinformation to slowing the spread to flattening the curve, the exact same words. If you repeat a lie long enough and you make the lie big enough, eventually everybody will begin to believe the lie. And that was Joseph Goebbels' loosely quote from World War II. Once they get ahead and they get that in the media and they keep telling everybody the same thing and then they tell everybody anything different is misinformation. Anything different, you're not allowed to talk about it. That's what they're doing right now with Kanye West. He's talking about stuff that's fully, fully, fully recognized under his First Amendment. He's not calling for violent behavior towards people. He's not calling for death threats. He's not calling for people to be injured, unlike BLM and Antifa, who were blatantly talking about burning down entire cities if they didn't get their way. But, hey, that was totally fine because you know they're peaceful protesting. Kanye West is simply bringing topics up that people aren't supposed to talk about. Now And then, then the ACLU has to come in and throw Adidas under the bus and bring up and resurrect the Nazis in the Third Reich from over 80 years ago. Oh, yeah, well, it's, it's, you know, it's the Third Reich Nazis from Adidas. They're supporting Kanye West. Like Dad said, no, so now if, if you support them or you agree with anything he says, you're basically a you know, Third Reich neo-Nazi grandma killer now. That's what they do. They want to isolate people in those categories so they can continually go in and shut down any dissent. This is what they've started to do now repeatedly with the climate change. The climate change is going to be the next COVID-style crisis that they're putting together. I'm letting you know that right now. They repeatedly keep bringing this up. They repeatedly keep talking about it. They repeatedly keep saying that we have to do this. We have to do that. We have to go in and make sure that we can we can stop this. We have to we have to do our carbon taxes. We need to spend all this money. We need to go green and go electric. I've watched so many videos now online of people testing electric vehicles with trailers, and almost every time it's an abysmal failure for the most part. And my, my favorite part I love is when they finally have to do an emergency stop, and they sit and have to charge their vehicle for 30, 40, 50 minutes sometimes to get a charge back out of it. That's the really efficient part that I like. But remember, again, they don't want – the people that are operating this behind the scenes, the same ones that Kanye West talking about and the bankers – they don't want anybody being able to travel freely on their way unmolested. You think right now these cheap – oh, well, I tried, they charged this F-150 Lightning up on this video for only $35, and normally that truck would be you know, $80 or $90 to fill up it was gas truck. Do you think for one second, once they start getting EVs pushed across the country, that they're not going to massively increase the electrical expense in order to charge them? Look at what they're already doing in Europe and the U.S. with the electrical problems as far as on the grid and the prices. My Tico bill continues to go up every single month. My electric bill here, I literally keep shutting down my ACs, turning my AC up, turning all my lights off whenever I'm gone. I'm super frugal about my energy on the house because I don't want to just waste money. 
Every single month for the last six months now, my electric bill has gone up every single month. No matter what I do, it goes up another $10, $20 a month every single month. Even now it's cold outside. We'll see what happens this month. Now it's 60. Now nothing's gone. But there's a reason why. They're slowly getting people used to that idea of you're going to have to spend more money to combat the carbon footprint. Perfect example now over in Australia, beautiful country, wild country over there in the outback. But they just they absolutely got had during COVID. You saw the nonsense. They're starting now their new test pilot in Australia, which is we're going to see just like they did in COVID. This will be the beta test. Their carbon allowance limits on major banks in Australia has now been introduced to feature links, purchase, link purchases to a customer's carbon footprint and warns them they're going over the average. Now, right now, there's no fees or fines, but <laughs> you better believe that's the next phase of this thing. Australia's Commonwealth Bank, CBA, is partnered with Kogo, a carbon management solution company to launch the new feature, which is part of CBA's online banking platform. The bank gives the customer the option to pay a fee. Right now, it's optional to pay a fee to offset their carbon footprint in order to be a good person. With the average listed as 1,280 kilograms, a long way from the sustainable figure of 200 kilograms of CO2 footprint, they go on to say here the person's carbon footprint is calculated, on, and then an equivalent metric is to show to make the customer feel guilty about how much they're using. For example – your October footprint is equivalent to driving 3,065 kilometers by car and cutting down eight trees. This is literally what it says on this outlook right here. The amount of carbon footprint that you've put down because you've gone out to eat so much and you've bought so much meat and you've driven to the store too many times, you've effectively cut down eight trees, you bad peasant. Feel guilty. Pay me money. Pay me a carbon footprint fee and I'll make you feel less guilty about it. It's literally what they're saying. And then it goes on to say here the category breakdown. The main spending category is contributing to your carbon footprint. This is a screenshot. Transportation, 60%, 312 kilograms of CO2 emission. Groceries, 12%, 66 kilograms of CO2 emission. Eating out, 6%, 34 kilograms of carbon emission. I'm not joking. This is literally what they're doing right now, and they're working on ways to look and track every single person's thing they do. This is why the credit card companies are becoming more and more invasive and in monitoring what you do and what you buy. This is why now you notice you'll see some types of programs they tell you to opt in. I, don't, I never opt into any of them. Well, they're saying, well, we'll monitor what you buy, and we'll try to give you coupons and deals based on what you're going to buy now. We can retroactively try to give you discounts, but you have to opt in and consent to it. So that we can monitor what your actual purchases are, not where you're actually buying it. So say you buy something off you know, Walmart.com, just an example. No, 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 no. You're giving them consent to actually have access to the items you purchased to, through, through the purchase ID that Walmart sends the transaction to your credit card company. Meaning that credit card company can now see that you bought four T-bone steaks along with four pounds of chicken breast. Oh, oh, see, see, you're a bad peasant. You're you're buying too much meat. That, we're gonna have we're gonna have to tick him right now. That's his carbon footprint's going way through the roof with these groceries. These groceries are way too invasive to the environment. Way too much beef. He cannot eat beef. Peasants can't eat beef. Peasants have to be tiny, skinny, scrawny little individuals and eat ve vegan, you know, soy burgers. That's the only thing you're allowed to eat. That's literally what they're saying here. The proposal now that's going to expand, proposed by the science journal Nature by four environmental experts, 
as a means of reducing global carbon footprint. This is what they want to roll out next. Everyone will be issued a carbon allowance card that would entail all adults receiving an equal tradable carbon allowance that reduces over time in line with national carbon targets. You know what they're saying? So they're going to give you a card with X amount of carbon limits you have every month on it, but it continues to change every year and goes down less and less and less every month. So it may start out with 1,200 carbon limits. By the next year, you're going to be on the 800 carbon limits. And then what happens, authors made it very clear with this program as they want to make this a national mandatory policy. The carbon units will be deducted from the personal budget with every payment of transportation, fuel, home heating fuels, and electrical bills. And anyone going over the limit will be forced to purchase additional units in the personal carbon market from those with excess to sell. So, of course – the wealthy will easily be able to afford these offsets. You know, they, it's not going to make a business them. The billionaire boys club, they're not even going to look at this. This is just going to go on a spreadsheet. I mean, they already make enough interest off everybody and fractional reserve currency banking. They don't even – money is nothing. They already own everything. Now this is a way as an excuse to make the peasants have worse and worse and worse substandard lifestyle to the point where you're not going to be able to enjoy much of anything is what their goal is. And you can basically sit there and that's all you could do is sit at home and eat soy burgers and, you know, try to figure out what you're going to do next month. That is the overall goal. This carbon CO2 emission, green green energy deal, global warming, it's a complete and total sham. Is climate changing? Yeah. It changes four times a year. Newsflash, it changes all the time, decade to decade. Look at historical numbers all the way back from the 1800s. Everything's constantly changing. The earth is a living element. Hence why we have volcanoes and tectonic plates. Everything's changing. But this has now been the new excuse to come in and say, hey, listen, if we can monitor everything these people buy and we can tax them even further on everything they buy, we can go in and force them to do what we want by a monetary means under the Green Deal. This is why I've continued to tell people and encourage people, keep cash alive in this country as long as we can. The longer we keep cash alive, the longer we defer a lot of the stuff happening. The closer you have countries that we've seen now, like Australia and the UK and other countries that are primarily all digital, all credit card, all cash app stuff, all those things are getting ready to roll in that carbon footprint and carbon taxes. They can hit you with more and more fees. People don't even realize the amount of fees that are already on credit cards. People have these rewards cards they get they don't even realize that like a merchant like myself every single credit card transaction fee i get hit with multiple multiple percentage of fees just to transfer that finance from that credit card to the bank for a purchase for a good that we're selling somebody people don't even realize that now i'm having more and more fees from other types of avenues that are taxing in more and more and more what they're going to do is they're going to try to tax and fee so should i say everybody out of the market The amount of expenses and increase in price that I'm seeing in packing and paper and boxes and bubble wrap, my gosh, bubble wraps up 120% from the contracts that I had a year, year and a half ago. It's all continually going up, and they're blaming on, oh, it's inflation. It's this, oh, by all means, you can't print trillions of dollars without having inflation kick in. But what they're found is now, if they can continue to raise the cost of goods, if they can continue to increase the cost all across the board, and then they can come in and start having carbon footprint fees on everybody through digital means, they will essentially be able to control the entire attitude and the entire behavior of a planet because people simply won't have the funds or means to be able to do what they want because 
they'll be stolen from them. And that's all this is. It's another redistribution of wealth. If anybody actually thinks, and they're this dense and this empty in the skull, they actually think by you paying more taxes and more carbon footprint fees to the government that already absolutely blows money like it's water going through a sieve, and you actually think it's somehow going to stop the climate change and the green energy and the carbon footprint if you pay them more money. Dude, I got some incredibly good oceanfront property in Kansas to sell you with some massive condos right on the ocean in Kansas if you guys want to buy them. Because quite frankly, that's about the stupidest thing I've ever heard considering how wasteful these government entities are that we're seeing. I mean, what, how about the $60 billion we've given to Ukraine and more weapons systems over the last year? How about we spend that money to fight climate change? Oh, that's right, because we're not worried about climate change in Ukraine because we're sending them – F-250 diesel pickup trucks with zero emissions on them whatsoever. No SCRs, no EGRs, no DPS, nothing on these vehicles. They're completely exempt from all emission standards because they're export only and they're going to Ukraine. Because apparently in other countries outside the U.S., emissions don't matter. Because, you know, that, that country's in its own bubble. Emissions can't get out of that one country. They just stay right there in the air. They don't go anywhere else. The level of stupidity that's being told as far as with these lies to the populace knows no bounds. Call it out for what it is and question every single thing they keep telling you. By all means, keep cash alive. What do you think, Deb? Wow, that was a great segment, Austin. Uh, now, Austin said something, and I want to I want to I want to I want to kind of clarify what he said. He, he kind of called the Earth a living element. Now, what what we mean by this is this: the Earth is an integrated ecosystem. And it basically has all kinds of things, tectonic plates, oceans, seas, all of this stuff that are all working together through this integrated energy system, which is a unified energy field on the entire planet. And being held together via this entire energy field is Jesus holding it all together. The Bible says that through Christ, through Jesus, all things are held together, that he was with God in the beginning. He was he's, he's with, he was with God in the Garden of Eden. He's been with God the whole time. So it says this very, very clearly that through, all, that through Christ, all things are held together. That's why I said it to you guys several years ago, and I'll say it to you again. When Jesus Christ was crucified and he died, and they started having earthquakes all over the planet, I personally believe, and I believe it's basically proved by Scripture, that had God not personally, if God the Father had not personally intervened, in supporting the energy field that is the Earth, that the entire planet would have turned into another asteroid belt. It would completely yep. come apart because it's all held together through Jesus. So if you say it's a unified field that's being held together through Christ, the physicists say it's held together through consciousness. Well, that's just saying that it's being held together by a unified field through an entity that we would call Jesus that holds it all together. That's how powerful Christ is. That's how powerful when you enter into a covenant with him to the most high God, a blood covenant through the cross, that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Now, this is the thing that really aggravates me with the traditional churches. They won't preach this. And the name it, claim it, blab it, grab it churches won't preach it. So we have a group of people that are basically a sliver, a remnant that are left that understand the power of Jesus and what he does through Christ. All things are held together, including the unified electrical field that physicists call a consciousness that holds everything together. So that creates the earth into a living ecosphere, not Mother Gaia, which is stupid. This, this, is, this is an ecosystem that is controlled through Christ. You know, Christ is telling the whales what to do. Christ is telling the oceans what to do. He's telling the tides what to do. He's telling the moon what to do. He's telling, you know, what kind of gravity situations we need to have here, there, and everywhere. 
He's the unified field that holds it all together. So if you want to call it a unified consciousness through that, go ahead. But it's through Jesus, and that's it. But we've got to understand that. Also, one other thing I also said about this central bank digital currency and all the stuff they're doing with the Green Deal, et cetera, the IMF chief has now just said that the central bank digital currency should be used alongside the social credit system to control what people can and cannot buy. The deputy manager of the International Monetary Fund, which, again, is controlled through groups like Klaus Schwab, you know, the World Economic Forum, all this stuff based out of Switzerland, recently explained how the digital currencies can be programmed to determine what people are allowed to buy and insisted they should be alongside the China-style social credit score system. Wow. I want to read that to you because, guys, we need to understand this is the same group that's running the planet. This is the same group, the Synagogue of Satan. The Kanye rest is absolutely ranting about and yelling about and carrying on about. This is the same group that is now censoring him, and Howard Stern's calling him a you know a Hitler. <laughs> it's just insane, and, and, uh, because they want to shut him up. Because he said last night I was watching him on a video. He's worth eleven billion dollars. Man, it's worth some money. Eleven billion now. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. I'm not his CPA, but the reality is this: he's got a giant, giant footprint, and they don't know what to do with him because he's out there telling the truth about the synagogue of Satan and who controls Hollywood, who controls the media and who controls everything. And he's kind of tying it together. He just needs to change his vernacular a little bit and he starts calling it the synagogue of Satan. Then he needs to quote the book of Revelation on what they say and who they are. Then he would tie together right with the Ted Nelson Broward show. And quite frankly, I'd love to get him on as a guest. I really would. So if anybody of you guys know Kanye West, who love a billion dollar entrepreneur tycoon, uh, we could basically love to have him on the show and let him talk for a bit and let him rant and rave. And, of course, that would probably go viral for even more on our show. But the reality is I'd let him have a platform in which he could say whatever he wanted to say. But he kind of says that anyhow, unlike Laura Loomer now, who has been censored off of Newsmax. I just got this in from Rob from Wisconsin. Breaking Newsmax drops Laura Logan over Satan remarks and no plan to ever interview her again. Now, Laura Logan, of course, she used to be with Fox. She's an Australian journalist, absolutely brilliant brilliant woman and i have warned you guys about newsmax i personally believe that they are kabbalah controlled that's my personal belief that's my first have been right to say that i believe that the top people of newsmax are kabbalists now i have a friend of mine who knows them and i think he would probably agree but that's just my opinion laura loga appeared on eric boiling's newsmax show for the last time last night her comments to the host on the subject of immigration and open borders went viral on thursday and sparked a major reaction Later in the evening, Newsmax announced they were cutting ties with a former MSM journalist over her comments, condemning her and her commentary. The network gave statements to the Daily Beast. Now, here's some of the quotes. Quote, Newsmax condemns in the strongest terms the reprehensible statements made by Laura Logan and her views do not reflect our network and we have no plans to interview her again. End quote. Laura Logan's comments were shocking and certainly seemed to catch boiling off guard. She said, quote, oh, my gosh, listen to this. Listen to her shocking statement. Quote. This is a spiritual battle, she said. I'm a firm and solid, immovable believer in God, and I believe that God wins. I believe that God and good is greater than evil, and I believe that the fallen angel, otherwise known as Satan, doesn't get to prevail in this world, end quote. I kind of just sit right there with her, and I say, go, Lord, go. She Additionally, she said, quote, God believes in sovereignty, a national identity of the sanctity of family and all things that we've lived with from the beginning of time. And he knows, God knows. That the open border is Satan's way of taking control of the world through all of these people who are stooges and his servants. Boy, she's really talking about synagogue of Satan, isn't she, friends? And they may think 
that they're going to become gods, which they really do believe that comes from the Kabbalah. That's what they tell you and tell us. You've known all along that Yuval Noah Harari and all the rest of them at the World Economic Forum, you know the ones who want us eating insects, cockroaches, and that while they dine on the blood of children. She's saying that on the air. Those are the people, right? They're not going to win. They're going not going to win. Laura Logan, I applaud you. Girl, you got a set of brass ovaries. There you go. <laughs> I said it. She's got herself a set of brass ovaries. Well done, Laura. I'd like to have her on our show. Also, if any of you guys know how to get in touch with her, I would love to have her do an interview with us. Guys, I love you. I had the opportunity and the privilege to pray for you again this morning. And, oh, I love coming to talk to you guys every day. I really do. This is the highlight of my day. I mean, I'm not kidding you. This is the highlight of my day. I, I look at this, about 100,000 of you listening today, and I look at the Giants football stadium filled with you. And I'm sitting down there and also sitting down there. We're on the, you know, at the end goals, the goalpost, and we've got this giant set of stands set up around us. And I see all of you looking at us. That's how I see this show every day because you guys are absolutely amazing, and I want you to know I love you. And all of you that are single and alone, and I get all these letters from people that are basically lost their husbands or lost their spouses or, or just basically their families are mad at them because they wouldn't take the COVID shot, and now they're dealing with life alone. I want you to know something. I love you, and I appreciate you, and we are here, and we will always be here for you. What do you think, Austin? God bless you guys, and I'll talk to you guys on Monday. That was really well said. You're 100% spot on with that. And I'm, and I'm glad you clarified that as far as with the earth. I, I don't want to get any emails from anybody thinking I'm some weirdo new ager with a bunch of weird stones. <laughs> that's not you guys know me. That's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. And you're 100% right. I mean, God spoke it into existence. He created. He is the beginning and the end with the earth. I mean, the earth was without form. There was nothing until he spoke it. And that's what people have to realize. If God wants to change something, if he wants to move an element, if he wants to cause something differently, he just has to speak it, and it changes. He calms the waters and the seas. And so that's what the silly part. We start talking about how we all need to start paying billions and trillions of dollars more money to these satanic banker boys so they can somehow stop global warming or global climate change. It's a complete and total travesty. It's a lie. It's quite frankly becoming bigger than COVID now. COVID was bad enough. But COVID at least allegedly had some type of endpoint. The beauty of the sickness, I guess you could say for these guys, what they find a beauty in their sickness is that the COVID, excuse me, the, the climate change has no end. That's the whole point of it. It's going to be a constantly perpetual, never ending. Oh, we have to do it because climate change. We have to do it. for It never stops. We have, to, we have to reach net zero carbon emissions. That doesn't happen. That's physically impossible. It wasn't designed to happen that way. The engineering, the design, the infrastructure, the giant, the giant country that we have built, the industrial revolution, it's based on certain types of emissions, and they're okay. There's certain things that are completely fine. Are there some things in some places, some countries like India and China, that could really reduce a lot of their plastic and stuff like that that they're doing and polluting? Oh, absolutely, 100%. I think recycling and other aspects of it are incredibly good to do. But before you start telling the United States we need to start paying billions of dollars in taxes and fees to the banks to cut down on climate change, how about we start mandating China and Russia – or not, excuse me, China and India, the two most polluting countries in the entire world? How about they start doing something different because for some odd reason, they don't have any mandates or change they have to do. 
Imagine that. Surprise, surprise. So continue to get the truth out there. Call it out for what it is. And by all means, if you uh, yeah, if you guys have any connects as far as to get a hold of Kanye West, I'd love to bring him on the show and pick his brain on a couple different topics that nobody's really asked him. A lot of people just kind of bring him on. He kind of just goes on a tirade topic, which sometimes is pretty accurate. But I would definitely love to have him on a discussion on multiple topics, especially because he has been deep, deep in this industry and he's wanting to expose it for what it is. So again, that would be pretty cool. I'll definitely start doing some work on that on mind as well, but keep up the truth, keep up the faith, stay continuous on getting the truth out there and standing firm in your conviction. If you guys need anything, healthmasters.com, continue to get the truth out there. My friends, healthmasters.com. We have a lot of different specials on sales. I told you earlier, the advanced joint therapeutic kit that will be going on through this weekend. That'll be going off sale. That is for the free bottle of the hyaluronic acid. Also too, we have the two pack special. It's saving over a hundred dollars on the organic food bucket and the magnesium brain food. On sale right now is product of the week. Be sure to check them out at healthmasters.com. And please sign up for our free weekly newsletter where we can send you articles, links, sales right to your email every single day. Be sure to jump on that email list and be forwarding our show, at least the email links and the other articles that we have on here and continue to get the truth out there. Just like what's going on, what happened with the CDC yesterday and other things like that. It is crucial you at least get that information out there to parents and let them know it. Because a lot of parents, you got to remember, they don't know what's going on. They simply just go by what they're told in the doctor's office. At least give them the information so they can make their own decision. I appreciate you guys. Have a blessed, safe, awesome weekend. Thank you for everything you do. We'll talk to you again on this show Monday as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.